Welcome back to podcast number two of the Crack-Ons. Today we are be we will be discussing characters I <laughs> Today we will we will be discussing characterization for the book Girl in the Blue Coat by Monica Hess. We will also be having guests on our podcast, maybe some special guests from the book. Y'all didn't know that we could do that, right? We can. So, to start us off, first will be our co-host, Miss Aditi, who has finished the book. None of us have else. None of us, none of the others of us have finished the book. So, she's in the wrong for that. What do you have to say about that, Aditi? What do you have to say about that? This is podcast number two, and she finished the book. Literally. Wow. Now I am passing it off to Aditi. Okay. Um, I'm Aditi. So I <laughs> I picked the character Hanukkah. She's the main character. And I think that she's very quick on her feet. She's logical and she's responsible by taking care of her whole entire family. And... Um, yeah, okay. So she's basically on a mission to find Miriam, and when she's doing that, she gets sucked. She gets sucked into the resistance. You still have to do a summary. You still have to do the summary. Okay. So she's very responsible, and she's able to make up um, lies on her feet because of how lying has become just a part of her routine with like soldiers on the street and stuff like that. She just constantly has to lie. And then she's also very persuasive um, because she can like make like Ollie, for example, do things that he doesn't want to do, like save Miriam. I'm, uh, oh wait, I'm not done. Okay, so she's also very brave and persistent because she won't let go of finding Miriam no matter what people say. And even when she goes to the resistance meetings and they say like they don't really want to help too much, she just like she continues to persist about it. Um, which is kind of weird because she has no actual connection to this person. Um, and I don't even think it's about uh, her being paid. I think she just wants to do something good. And, you know, maybe, um, make amends for profiting off the war in some way. And she, um, and looks, she's blonde. And Ollie says that she looks like the Hitler poster child, which I thought was kind of interesting. Okay, I'm going to pass it off to, uh, co-host Anna Pham. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm Anna. I am introducing Judith. And she is... She is a... Vi- she, like, comes off abrasive because of the situation she's in. But it's because she's, like, very scared. Um, really? <laughs> she's the secretary at the school. That's how they met. Because when Hanukkah goes into the Jewish high school and the first podcast we talked about she stops her and she's very like persistent like when Hanukkah was in there and she wasn't telling her what she actually needs she was like she presses on and she's like why are you really here and she kept asking her and eventually she I mean like eventually she lets her leave but she's taller older she has like sharp wary eyes she volunteers and like helps at the jewish deportation center um and she's like a 
she is like a thoughtful person because like in the first meeting when she met i met at the like what is it the, the resistance, resistance meeting yeah she um brought pickles brought oh what judith oh. she brought the papers Miriam's papers for hanukkah even though like hanukkah didn't really ask and then she like introduced her to mina which will help hanukkah later on figure out like more stuff on Miriam. Oh. And I will be passing the phone to my co-host, Eli. <clears throat> my name is Eli. I introduced the podcast, so um, you already know who I am. Um, I'm introducing the character, Ollie, who is Baz's older brother. He is not shown... A, he's not talked about a lot in the beginning of the novel because um, he is... Uh, he goes to university in the city, so, you know, why they talk about him, and he's not that big with the only book, so, like, but as the book, (laughs) as the book goes on, he becomes a more, like, very much more important character, he's, he's, um, he's revealed to be the leader of the resistance, he's, um, he's talked about as, like, serious and, like, a calm character, and he really just keeps everybody uh, like calm and collected since you know he's a leader of the resistance and you know that's his job he has to keep everybody safe and calm and collected from you know the stupid germans the nazis you know not germans i just i don't know anyways so <laughs> um he's uh quick-minded because he saves hanukkah and himself from the german soldiers by reacting quickly with a really good lie and a kiss so, okay. So backstory. No, I'm telling. I'm putting this into the podcast. Backstory. So to save themselves from German soldiers, they had to act as a married couple. And our co-host Haley thinks that Hanukkah had a choice in that situation. Well, no, she didn't. She didn't. You can't really speak for me. Um, <laughs> you. So, <laughs> all this week, I've been speaking for yourself. You've been saying that all week. We did it to save themselves. She didn't have a choice. Moving on. Um, And he's described as, like, a more handsome character. He's, uh, at one point in the book, Hanike mistakes him for her dead lover, Baz, who is actually his uh, younger brother. Um, He has red curly hair, and that's pretty much it. So now I'm going to pass it to Haley, who's wrong. By the way, about her choices. Opinionated. Wrong opinion. <laughs> Moving on. I'm Haley, and my character I chose to analyze was Miss Jansen, who in the beginning of the story was one of Hanukkah's first clients. And during the what the um, the meetup or whatever with Hanukkah and Ms. Jansen she actually asked Hanukkah to help find a little a girl that she was hiding from the Nazis which her name was Miriam and she was as when she introduced Miriam to Hanukkah she was very worried about Miriam because she was escaped the house that she was that she was hiding Miriam in. She, uh, Miss Jansen, is an older lady, which is described. She was described as very wealthy because she could buy certain blacklisted items that were very expensive. 
she also had a husband and two bro two sons one son who died who died in the war and i know the other two of her sons um moved away into the city and her husband actually died while saving miriam's family from the german soldiers and that's how miriam escaped and went to miss jensen's home um no in the book, Miss Jansen is also just. I know. In the book, Miss Jansen is. Oh. No, just keep going. I know. Y'all are distracting me. Miss Jansen is also described in the book as pretty helpless because she's very old. She can't really do things on her own, especially when she lives by herself. It's very hard for her to, example, um, find her glasses, which she lost and was waiting two days. <laughs> to have somebody pick them up for her um but luckily Hanake was showed up to her house and pick help her find her glasses also she i think miss jansen has an influence on Hanake because she convinced Hanake to try to find someone that Hanake has no idea who she is miriam i already introduced miriam i don't need you to correct me anyway um yeah, she really influenced and convinced Hanake to try to find somebody that Hanake has no clue about and has never met before in her life, which I think is a pretty big influence. And yes, that's it. Next, I'm going to pass it to Eli. After this short, quirky break, we will be having our very special guest, so stick around. Ew! Welcome back to the Crack Ons podcast. We now have, we now have our two special guests, um, Hanukkah and Ollie. Why'd you? Sh- Anyways, um, where me and Anna will be asking Hanukkah and Ollie questions. How are you doing, Ollie? Please don't do the accent. <laughs> How are you doing, Hanukkah? I'm really good today. I'm so glad to hear that. What about you, Ollie? I'm doing good today. <laughs> Not even a Dutch accent, but um, okay. So we have some questions for you two. Okay. I'd be Anna. Happy to answer. Stop. You Anna. Start anyway. Yeah. Okay. Anna, would you like to ask the first question? Yes. Okay. Wait. 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 I was thinking, oh. Okay. This is for Ollie. When y'all were turning the supper club into the resistance, were you scared? And like, what was going through your mind when that whole thing happened? I think really um, anybody would be scared in an instance like that, you know, hiding a resistance as big as ours from, you know, the German Nazi soldiers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, keep going. So there was definitely a big risk doing that. Um, You know, we could have gotten caught at any moment. So I think that's why we still disguised it as the supper club. you know, it's just, it was a very big risk, as I said. So what was going through my head really is uh, how can I keep all my friends safe mm-hmm. while um, working through the resistance <laughs> and keeping everything going in orderly fashion? Okay, thank you, Ollie. So now, um, <laughs> now I'm going to ask Hanukkah a question. 
So, Hanukkah, being that you are the sole provider of your family, and I know that your dad is disabled and it's just you and your parents at the house, aren't you afraid that you're going to get caught with the German soldiers or get in trouble and that no one will be able to provide for your family? I mean, at this point, I've already sort of, um, you know, put my life at risk with the black market goods. And while I'm doing that, I can also save a life. And I think that, you know, it's better to do that. And also, I think that I've already put my life at risk, so it's not like as big of a deal. And while I'm putting my life at risk, I'm also providing for my family. Thank you very much. Um, no need to be hostile. It was just a question. Um, but, <laughs> okay. So now I have a question for both Ollie and Hanukkah. Yes, ma'am. Get ready for the juice. Okay. Um, so I have a question. Why did you guys think? Actually, no, let me rephrase that. Um, was it awkward between you two after you guys kissed, even though Hanukkah dated, um, your brother, Ollie, who is deceased. Well, as you might not have noticed, we didn't really have a choice in that situation. I think you did. I think we didn't because we were in front of two German soldiers. Who were drunk. Why does it have to do with it? Because... And we still had to lie our way out of that situation. And, you know, Hornike wasn't coming up with any other ideals. And, you know, I came up quickly with the lie that we were a married couple or engaged. You know, Hornike could have introduced another idea, but she didn't. She couldn't think. So I had to save us quickly. And then it was the German soldiers who told us to kiss. So we didn't really have a situation. <laughs> We didn't really have a choice in that situation, ma'am. Anyways, so. He did what was best in that situation. Period. He saved our lives. Don't you think it would have had the same effectiveness if he just kissed you on the cheek and not the lips? I refuse to take any more questions. We're ending this podcast. <laughs>